Hello everyone and welcome to the In The Saddle podcast. My name is Chris Loder and I am joined by our regular pundits Liz Batchelor and Katie Midwinter as we preview the weekend racing at Newbury and at Newcastle and of course as well we'll take a look at Sunday's card at Fairy House. Now before we get into the business end of things let's see how everyone is. Liz how are things with you? Um, I believe you're going to Newbury on Saturday? Yes, I shall be there. It is my local track, so it's not very far from me. So I will be uh, visiting with my dad um, on on Saturday. I just hope that the uh, the ground is okay and not too frozen. It is cold here at the moment, um, so hopefully it will go ahead. Yeah, hopefully it will. Get those uh, air dry- hair dryers on, on the course and, and warm it up because uh, yeah, we need this uh, racing to take place this weekend. It looks a cracking card. Uh, how about you, Katie? Yeah, all good. Uh, went to Haydock last Saturday. It was a good card there. Bit of a surprise in the Betfair chase, to me anyway. But uh, it was yeah, a good day of racing overall. And uh, looking forward to, well, Constitution Hill, Shishkin. Hopefully we see them this weekend. Yeah, certainly. Henson obviously sending some of his big guns up north. And we'll certainly talk about that but uh newbury is where it's going to start for us um on saturday i said cracking card there some really decent racing but the first race we're going to look at is the 140 it's the coral racing club handicap hurdle a class two handicap over two miles and four and a half furlongs jet powered is your favorite at four to one we've then got uncle bert at five to one get tonic at sixes Irish Hill at 9s along with North Lodge, Cobbler's Dream at 10s, off to a fly at 12s, bigger are the rest. Liz, I'll come to you here first. I thought this was quite a competitive looking race. You could make a case with quite a few, but uh, who did you like? Yeah, so it is a field of 11 and I am putting my hopes into Jet Powered, um, which will only be his third start under rules. It was bought for 350,000 guineas, hasn't been since seen for nearly a year since a fifth here at Newbury last December where he was odds on. He's been highly thought of since his easy 11 length win again here at Newbury last November in a maiden class three hurdle. Um, clearly something perhaps not quite right as to why he hasn't been seen since. He is still only a six year old. Maybe he'll go chasing after this. I think he's currently 50s for the Arkel and 66s for the Turners for the festival. Um, but if he's okay with himself now, I think he's going to be a steal at nine to two. But also um, maybe an each way shout for Sebastopol at sevens, who has a seven pound claimer on board, which would te- technically make his rating 136. And he's one off 148 last year chasing, and who won at this meeting again in a chase last year at 20. 22 to 1, beating no other than Stage Star by five lengths. Um, but it is jet powered for me. Okay, jet powered it is for Liz. Got quite a few um quite a few um nightmares in my head with that one. Uh, I know I was on at the Supreme um for him at 16s when we were at big prices and uh, yeah it was really disappointing when uh, he was beaten at uh, at Christmas at Newbury, the bubble t- so it definitely got burst that day, but of course he he has had his issues and uh, Nicky's taken good care of him. But if he does live up to the hype, jet powered, um, could be very interesting. Katie, I know you are on jet powered, uh, like me at the big prices for the Supreme. Are we going to be keeping the faith of him here first time out? 
Yeah, I think we had him at 25 to 1 anti post for the Supreme. So it was just a shame that he didn't turn up there. don't think he would have won, but it would have been nice just to have a run for our money, really. But that's the thing with anti post betting, you, you never really know. Um, I just think the round went, went against him when he was well beaten by Jupiter Vegeta. Uh, probably underestimated him on that occasion. He was sent off at 66 to 1. Um, but I do think that Jet Powered is much better than his mark of 131 would suggest. So I think this is a nice starting point for him in Handicap Company. And he goes well fresh too, which is a bonus. Um, so I'm quite keen on his chances here. I think you can make a case for a few if they're at their best. Um, but the problem for me was you're not really sure what to get with a couple of them. Um, so that put me off backing them. But I think Jet Powered probably the one that's open to the most progression and has the most potential in this field um and we're yet to see his best yet so hopefully he can show a bit more improvement and win okay confident vote then for for jet powered from the girls um obviously you have to respect jet powers um one three one could be a good mark for him but this is a tricky race i thought uh, to to be taking him um Literal one is novice form. Um, I thought Irish Hill had a chance of bouncing back to his best. Um, and so did uh, Annie Harmon Askin, who I think is interested in stepping up in trip. Um, I thought his run in, in the second, when he finished second at first last in the Welsh Champion Hurdle, was a decent bit of form. And of course, he's got the, the fame of uh, being the only horse to beat Constitution Hill from their point to point days. But, um, one three six stepping up to two and a half miles. I thought that could just unlock a little bit more improvement. I went back and watched his run in the Great Wood earlier, which I think is a race that's going to work out quite well. And um, he was there turning in, but uh, he just didn't get the clearest of passages at the right time to finish a bit closer. So I, I do think you can maybe upgrade that run. So I'm going to give him a chance here stepping up in the trip. I thought sixteens wasn't a bad each way price and. If you wanted to take on the favourite, I thought he wouldn't go bad as well. So, yeah, he would be uh, my one to take uh, um, Jet Powered on. But, uh, yeah, it looks a very open race. Um, we're now moving on to the 2.15 at Newbury, where we've got the betting race with Coral Intermediate Handicap Hurdle, known as the Jerry Field. And um, always been a good race over the years. Remember Epiton winning this race a few years ago, and then she went on to win the Christmas hurdle and the champion hurdle that year. And it looks like uh, the bookies have priced up under control accordingly. Um, she's got that film of Iberico Lord and she's the six to four uh, favorite. We then got Brentford Hope at 11 to four, Hansard at sevens, Bad at 14s, along with uh, Punta del Este, uh, our champ 16, Celtic Car 28s, along with Doyen to win and Tapley is the outsider at 100 to one. Katie, I'll come to you here first. As I said, um, under control, she's got that really good form uh, from Sandown. Um, interesting horses. Nikki Henderson's got a good record in the race. Do we think uh, six to four could be a good price? Yeah, possibly. Uh, she's been in for a hat trick of wins now. She has some decent form, and you think that she'd be the one to beat in here. Um, similar to Jack Powered, really, another of Nikki Henderson's that you'd think could be open to plenty of further progression. Um, so I think she's not one really to that I'd be wanting to go against, and I think with the others in the field, it's a bit of a tricky one to predict. Um, we can make a case for a few of them, but I think more so than not, you're looking at which one is going to be able to show the most improvement and that's open to the most progression. 
um and there's not one that's really jumping out to me so i'd be happy enough to stick with under control okay under control it is for katie plenty of nikki henderson love here are we uh continuing that with you Liz? Yeah, I was going to say, I, I promise I won't be doing Hendo all day, but um, I do agree. I was actually thinking earlier that we were, well, Katie wasn't, but we were all there at Sandown in April when we saw her win by um, half a length to stablemate Iberico Lord. Um, my dad had the forecast, actually, that's why I remember it. Um, but yeah, she is favourite on a mark of one to eight. Obviously, Iberico Law picked up the Great Wood a couple of weeks ago. Um, so if that form runs true, you can see why she's favourite. Um, she has one here at Newbury, one on good, one on soft. Um, and I think she'll do well. OK, under control it is for the girls. Again, I would be happy to let her win at that price. I thought Brentford Hope was very impressive last time out. I'm not sure it was the strongest race in the world, but we know his ability on the flat. And it looks like Harry Derham is starting to get his full potential now over jumps and one three three could still be a, a pretty decent mark for him hansard as well can um a case can be made for him on some of his form from last season i didn't think he ran too badly behind Rabot last time out he just got the run of the race i think he'll come on for that as well gary moore's had a little bit of a quiet time recently but in the last few days the yard has shown uh, a few more signs that they're coming into a little bit of form so that's definitely a positive there and even one at a big price not saying he's going to win but you might be able to fill the frame at a huge price. Tapley, I love this horse. I actually backed him uh, on his debut run uh, when he won a bumper at Funtwell, um for Susie Smith. And I've actually been to her yard. And I know they've always really liked him. He's actually a half-brother or full-brother to Remastered, who's been a good horse for David Pipe over the years. And he uh, won two starts ago at Kempton, came third early in the week um, as well at Kempton. And I just thought if the ground stayed good, 100 to 1, if you get four places on the day, I wouldn't be at all surprised to see him maybe nick third or fourth. I think he could actually maybe outrun his odds. But yeah, that is a bit of a flyer there if some of the ones at the top of the market do disappoint. So that uh, sums up the 2.15 then. We're now going to move on to the feature race. It's the 2.50 at Newbury. It's a Coral Gold Cup handicap chase uh, known as the Hennessy to many people. Um, looks a very competitive race this year. Complete Unknown is your favourite at 7-1. We then got Marla Mission at 15-2. Monbeg Genius at 8. Stumptown 9s. Midnight River at 10, Stolen River at 14s, Ahoy Senor, good to see him in here at 16s, along with R Power, and bigger are the rest. Liz, um, good luck trying to find the winner here. Have you got a short list? Yeah, so I I remember, I said earlier that this is my local track. I have been here most years for this, um, and even as a kid. Um, and I'm also, I don't know if you know, but I'm maybe a couple of years older than you. So um, I can just remember the likes of One Man in 1994, Tita Mill in 96. And obviously we all know the tank that is Dem won this twice. Um, so it's a bit down, a trip down memory lane there. Um, but I am going for the Irish Raider in Marla Mission, who's long been talked of turning up here for this. We'll never know what would have happened if he stayed on his feet in the Challenge Cup at the festival. He fell two out after keeping on four lengths in front. Um, he has had a prep run at Carlisle at a distance much shorter than he's proven at. It was over two mile four coming second. Um in his novice hurdling days, he's beaten the likes of the real Wacker and even complete unknown who is the who is the favourite for this race. Um, but the Irish seem to be beat us at everything on our home turf nowadays at this level. So um, Marla Mission for me. 
Okay, mile mission it is. Well, there's quite a confident selection there. How about you, Katie? Yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. Very tough race. Um, a lot of favourites in here and horses that I have backed on plenty of occasions, but I don't think it's going to be much of a surprise that I'm also going to be going for one of the Irish Raiders. I'm going to leave Marla Mission this time, though, even though I was really keen on him for the, the National Hunt Chase and I was standing on the rail when he fell and it was, it was really gutting, but... Uh, I'm going to maybe come back to him another day. I was interested in Monberg Genius for John Joe O'Neill. Um, I think he's, he's got a really good chance, especially on that ultimate form. But the one I'm going to go for is Gavin Cromwell's Stump Town. Um, now Danny Mullins coming over for the ride. He's been in good form recently. And I just think that that Stump Town has, has shown a high level of form in the UK previously. Um including at the start of the year and that second in the Kim Muir at the Cheltenham Festival. I think he, he's a solid each way back, could be open to a bit further progression as well. So he'd be the one that I'd go for. But I will give a mention to Midnight River, who is probably going to have a tough task with Michael 156. But the fact that Hoysenor is in here um, really you know, brings the weights down a little bit for the rest of them. And I think he could run a big race. And also Bill Baxter, who is a winner for me in the top of my entry a horse that I really like and often defies the odds so I'd be giving him a shout and probably having a bit of a saver on him too but I'd say Stumptown as my main bet in this one Okay the girls on a similar wavelengths here both going uh, with Irish trained horses I'm surprisingly though won't be going with an Irish trained horse I actually didn't think the horses at the top of the bet and I didn't have, think they had lots in hand um, with their handicap marks. Yes, one or two of them I can see the case for, but I thought they had a lot to do, and I don't think their form necessarily from last year is that strong, and I, I just thought there could be a bit of a boil over, and one or two at bigger prices could could really get involved. I thought El Dorado Allen earlier in the week, round about 25-1, to 1, wasn't a bad shout. Uh, Tizard's won this race a few years ago with Ty Size in Tennessee, who was a... Uh, was fair to say he was a veteran chaser at the time, and Eldorado Allen's just gone down a lot in the weights now, and the fact that Ahoy Senor is running in here means he's only running off 10 stone 13. I didn't think he ran badly last time out. He's a previous winner of the Denman chase at this uh, track when he beat Royal Pagai. That's good for him. Obviously, he's not been at that level for a little while now, but in some of these handicaps he's been running, and he's still shown a fair old bit of ability. And I wouldn't be at all surprised to see him run a big race. But my main selection in this race is a horse that doesn't know how to run a bad one, and that is Twig for Bo Morgan claiming five, riding for Ben Paul in here. Um, he never finishes outside of the first two. He's finished second at Cheltenham, where I thought he was a little bit unlucky um, getting up the hill. He, he the, the winner that day, Wacker Clan, just got first run on him, and he was staying on quite strongly he's a previous course winner where he beat american sniper who uh has already won over hurdles this season at cheltenham and a lot of this form reads quite well and clearly this would be another step up but he's a horse that's just a relentless galloper and if the ground isn't too testing i just thought 25 to 1 was a big price ben paulin is a is a trainer that i've got a lot of time for i've been following his table quite closely over the last few weeks they were in a bit of the doldrums but the last week or so they've been having some winners so 
I'm a bit more confident with that now. And um, yeah, I just think with Barry Morgan taking the five pounds off, he's off a really nice low racing weight. I just thought 25 to one was a bit of a big price about him here. So for me, I think Twig will be there or thereabouts coming up uh, the final two fences. And uh, if he is, I'm definitely going to be cheering him home. I'm quite confident he's going to run a, a bold race. So he's my selection in the Coral Gold Cup. We then move on to the 325, which is the Coral Get Closer to the Action Handicap Chase. Uh, often a good race, but disappointing this year. We've only got seven runners, but Master Chewy is your favourite for the Twist and Dave's is at 15 to 8. We've then got Real Stone, who's turned it out again quickly after an impressive winner. Haylock last week, he's 3 to 1. We've then got Elixir de Nuts at 11 to 2. Excitations at 17 to 2. Uh, Baling Balingo and Krug at 10 to 1. The Russian Doyen at 16. And Calgary Tiger is the outsider at 20 to 1. KT, uh, Master Chewy, he's done it quite well so far in his uh, first couple of outings over fences. Do you think uh, he's going to win this one? Yeah, maybe, possibly. I didn't have too strong a fancy in it. Um, Master Chewy, I probably had every chance at entry, to be honest, um, but he couldn't see it through. Did have to carry a hefty rate there, um, so maybe that was a bit of an issue for him. But I have to say, I was very impressed with Real Stone at Haydock. Um, on Saturday and it didn't look as though he had a tough race at all um, so and although it is a quick turnaround he could be he could be the one in here because he's in form and he's running well and you have to you have to be very impressed with him so he'd probably be the one that I'd be most interested in but I don't have a strong fans okay that's Katie's thoughts then on the last at Newbury how about you Liz well, I really want to make a case for the grey, Alexia Danutz. Um, although being top weight maybe makes me a bit cautious, um, but I thought his win in the Holden Gold Cup at Exeter a couple of weeks ago um, was really good, with obviously Freddie Ginger on board, who also gets the ride again for this. Um, usually likes to lead, um, but also I, I could see that there's obviously quite a few in this that also like to do the same. Bollinger and Krug. Uh, the Russian Doyen, who's not been seen for 621 days. That would be some trading performance. Um, and Calgary Tiger, who seems to like to bolt off at 100 mile an hour in his races and hopes to hang on. Um, but Elixir does have good form. The distance will be fine. He's had a couple of runs um, and he should be thereabouts. Yeah, I'm on the same wavelength as you here with Elixir Donuts. Um was a good win, I thought, last time out. Uh, shame. The Hulham Gold Cup at Exeter, Freddie Ginger claims to £5. I think his form is miles better than anything else in this race. Yes, some of the others could be open to more improvement, but this horse um, ran a blinder, I thought, when he um, finished second behind Fernando Silva, um earlier in the season in the game Spirit Chase. So... I do think uh, I do think he's a class above these, and uh, sometimes in these races, yes, they've got to carry big weights, but class can just prevail, and I think that could be a case here. And he does have stamina over further. He won at Wincant in January over two and a half miles, so if it does turn into a stamina test, he just might be able to outstay some of these. So I'm gonna go for Alexia Donuts as well. So that's um, the thoughts then on the main races at ITV at Newbury covered. We're now moving on to. New Newcastle, 
where we're going to the 155 for the feature race on the card. It's the bet MGM fighting fifth hurdle, a grade one. Constitution Hill is your one to six favourite. Odds on. We then got Love Envoy at seven to one. You are at well at 14s. Not so sleepy at 20s. And Benson at 125 to one. Liz, Constitution Hill. There are some people out there, including the race and post predictor. I don't know if you've seen that, but. <laughs> They, I saw that earlier. <laughs> but they, they, he's going to come third in us, apparently. Yeah, they think he's going to come third. Um, are we agreeing with whoever came up with that suggestion? Uh, no, I don't even know where they pulled that from. Um, I, obviously, it's Constitution Hill. I'm not sure that there's much I can say on the matter. Uh, not so sleepy might be there to liven it up again for the wrong reasons. Um, is it something that I'd have a bet on? Probably not at such a short price. Uh, maybe you could have a look at how many lengths he'll win by for a bit of fun at slightly larger prices. Um, but I think we're here for the for the spectacle that is Constitution Hill. And yeah, that's what gets us fans buzzing, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Hopefully... Um... He uh, returns uh, all being well and gets a nice round of jumping and, and bolts up. It'd be great to see. But, uh, yeah, it's not really a betting contest. How about you, uh, Katie? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing him back out again. Probably the best horse in training, isn't he? And I think most people just want to see another really good performance and and not a skate at the last, like, <laughs> at Cheltenham anyway. But, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing him the probably the way I'd play it, maybe if I was to have a bet, is looking at a forecast. And I quite like the Love Envoir to follow him home. I know that Chris, you're probably going to disagree with me there, but I think that Love Envoir, she is the best of the rest. I think you wear it well, probably has to show a bit more improvement to reach up to her level. Um, so that would probably be the angle that I'd be looking at if I was to have a bet. Okay. If I was to have a bet, I'd probably go with Not So Sleepy to to finish second Constitution Hill. I just think um, he, he's arguably just as in good a form he's ever been. Um, on Are you fact, deserting? You wear it well. I am, just for this race. Um, pain to me to say it, but the race and post predictor think she's an absolute God-given certainty. So, um, yeah, uh, I am going to be deserting her, but Not So Sleepy, I think... We obviously know he's an absolute monkey, but to to finish second in, in this kind of race, I think he's got a good chance. He's been he's a slightly big price here at twenty to one, if, especially if you're going to look in the without markets. Obviously, you don't have them to hand now, but he recorded his best RPR um, on the flat when he won at Newbury back in September. He then ran a respectable race uh, in the Cesarevich to finish seventh. Um, I just think. Returning to this setup, we know he's won it before when he uh, was a dead heat with, with Epiton. And at 20 to 1, you know, Huey Morrison um, is a very good dual purpose trainer. I just thought maybe with some of the mares having further targets down the line, where this has probably been his big target at least for the, for, for the jumps, anyway. Um, I just thought 20 to 1, that's not a b that bad price uh, if you wanted to bet for the two places each way, but. Yeah, Constitution Hill, he should be bolted up. And yeah, probably, what, 10, 20 lengths he should be winning by. So hopefully he puts in a clear hand jump in and yeah, proves the racing post predictor wrong. But anyway, enough of talking about the fighting fifth hurdle. We're now moving on to another, another Nicky Henderson horse now, the 305 at Newcastle. It's the bet MGM rehearsal handicap chase, Shishkin 
is your favourite at 13 to 8. We've then got Empire Steel at 11 to 2. Elvis Mail at 13 to 2. Uh, Galore at 7 to 1. Bill Baxter in at 10s along with That's Alright Gino. And then Ben Haslam has a pair of horses. And then JP Colors away with the C is 14s. Bit of money for him. 20s into 14s. And Silden Edge at 33 to 1. Katie, if Shishkin is in the mood to, to, to run, um, do we think he can shoulder the top weight and beat all these? I hope so. Um, Shishkin's my favourite horse, so I, I really hope so. I'll be cheering him on wherever he goes. It's not ideal that he has to come here and carry top weight, um, but fortunately this is where he's at. Um Glad that the cheek pieces come off at least. And I'm pretty sure, you know, he will set off this time. It's just whether or not he's in the mood. But if he isn't and Nico keeps going with him, I think he'll still be good enough to win because as we've seen in his last couple of runs in the Ryanair and then again at um at Aintree, he never really travelled in either race and he was always having to be niggled along, uh, didn't really jump with any enthusiasm and he just got himself out of trouble in the end at Aintree anyway and almost at, at Cheltenham as well. He just came too late at Cheltenham and was beaten by NYLN. But he did really well to finish um, where he did then and I think from that moment on the King George was going to be the target for him. He had to have a step up in trip because he just isn't travelling well enough through his races to be running over the, the two miles, two and a half Um so step up and trip was definitely needed and King George, I'm really hoping that he's gonna go there in, in good form and say so he, he'll need a good performance here to to be able to do that. So I'm hoping that he's gonna run well at least and he has the class to, to be beating the rest of the field here. Galore is gonna be um a good opponent, I think, for him, getting all that weight, stone and a half. He's a good horse, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him at least put up a challenge. Um but there is one that I'm interested in each way, and that's Seal Denise, a new recruit for Ben Haslam now. I've been backing him in the big handicaps in Ireland and he's been a bit niggly as well, a bit difficult as fences, not really jumping fluently, making mistakes here and there. And then his chance has been gone. Um, but I think he's a good horse on a mark of 147. He's a couple of pounds out of the handicap, but um, I think he could have a good each way chance. I think he's better than that. Um, so I possibly be playing maybe a forecast here um, or just possibly having a tiny saver on sealed and needs each way. But I really hope that Shishkin can get back to, to winning ways or at least run run well and then all roads lead to Campton. Yeah, it depends what mood it, Shishkin um, is going to be in. It all revolves around him this race. If he does go off, yeah, he, he definitely has a, a good chance, I think, of beating some of these. And I can see your case with Galore. He'd probably be my selection in the race. Um, wearing first-time cheap pieces, maybe an indication they might want to ride him forward. He didn't actually finish that far behind him either in the Ryanair. And the fact that they're, 
now meeting in a handicap and getting what is it 18 pounds better off so um yeah that's uh, definitely a big swing there and jamie snowden and Gamgee, and it appears can do no wrong i don't mean to be critical of your selections katie with ben haslam but i was going to say surely this is just getting the handicap marks down for cartmail next year <laughs> but uh... the thing is with field and east though i think his handicap marks low enough just think he needs to brush up on his jumping and Coming over here, you'd expect it to be slightly easier, I'd say, than what he's been running against in Ireland. So I think 147 is a, a decent mark for him. I don't think it should be going too much lower anyway. I am. I'm, I'm hoping to when he gets down to about well, one of those horses, gets down to 125, there'll be a God-given certainty at Cartmel. That's normally sometimes the way with these Ben Haslam horses. But yeah, certainly is interesting on his Irish form. How about you, Liz? Yeah, so I think it is a willy, won't he, um, coming out for the second time in a week since that refusal last weekend. Um, it looked to me like it didn't like the sound of the tape, but um, he's shown a bit of similar behaviour in the past um, of not maybe wanting to go. Um, just clearly didn't fancy it last Saturday, and Nicky was clearly distraught. Um, he, yeah, he's he's a he's a good horse. He's, he's yeah, race 21 times 114. Uh, if he goes, he'll win. If not, then maybe someone like Empire Steel will pick up the pieces. Um, but yeah, I hope he I hope he goes and I, I hope he's all right. Okay, Shishkin it is uh, for Liz to watch out for. Um, so yeah, that runs off the main ITV action. Plenty of other good racing taking place at Newbury on Saturday and also as well. We've got a decent card on Sunday over at fairy house let's see what the girls fancy elsewhere liz i'll come to you here first uh who made your shortlist uh, for the weekend so uh tomorrow obviously it's newbury uh the twelve ten. i know that he's highly talked about and he is a very very short price in jericho de repine in the first um already 12 to the supreme but i'm just there to look forward to seeing what he does um the three o'clock again tomorrow at newbury my favorite dashel drasher in the long distance hurdle goes against great paisley park and the likeable mare in marie's rock um, which should be a great race to watch. Um, and on Sunday, there's obviously uh, a good load of action over at Fairy House. Um, and I just fancy Sharjah in the 2pm, which is a Drimmore chase. Um, made a great transition to chasing, jumped really well, um, winning easily last time. So uh, Sharjah for me on Sunday. Okay, those are Liz's other horses to watch out for. And how about you, Katie? We're looking forward to Fairy House on Sunday. Um, be hoping to see the Dax first off, but we've got the Royal Bond, the Hatton's Race, the Drinmore as well. It's going to be a great day of racing. And uh, I can see that my old friend, the Little Yank, has been entered as well. So we'll probably see him then. I'll be cheering him on anyway, but it's a, a really good card. Hopefully they all stand up and uh, we get to see them take each other on. Okay, that's Kate's thoughts then on the weekend. I just had a few I wanted to mention um, for the weekend. Newbury, first race on Saturday, 11.55. Didn't think this was a bad little listed race for the mares. I thought Mighty Moth was quite interesting that they're pitching her in uh, a pattern company already. She ran third at uh, Ascot on her hurdles debut and 
I thought she did the job quite well that day. Um, she was miles clear from the rest of them. She bumped into two good horses. One was Django Bay of Nicky Henderson's, and the other one was Tell Her the Name. And that horse won at Huntington last weekend, and Keelan Woods got off and said it's the best horse he's ever ridden. So that's a, a bit of a bold statement there. But uh, Mighty Moth as well, if you go through some of her bumper form, it's pretty good. She placed in some really good listed events. So I, I think she's really interesting now, uh, going over hurdles and back against her own sex here. I, I think she's definitely one to keep an eye on. Um, we then go to the 12.30, uh, the Sir Peter O'Sullivan uh, handicap chase. Always a really good handicap, this. I thought Nassalam, this could be his day for Caelan Quinn and Gary Moore. Was a bit of an eye-catcher last time when running on at uh, Aintree over the national fences there. Um, I think off a mark of 141 in this kind of company, this is his kind of trip and ground. He's a previous course winner. Um, got the good form as well from last season in the old summer. So uh, I think he can definitely go well. He's run about the 9-1 to one mark. And then, yeah, as the girl said, some decent racing uh, in Ireland at Fairy House on Sunday. The only one that took my eye at the moment, if they were to run, uh, was Encanto Bruno uh, for Gavin Cromwell. Created a big impression, I thought, when winning at Cheltenham last time out. The form of that race, um, obviously it's not against the Irish horses, but some of the British horses have come out and won since. Push the Button was a good winner at uh, Warwick a couple of weeks ago, and Isaac Desabo uh, from the family of Clan Desabo uh, belted up at Chepstow last week. So the form is starting to get a nice look to it. So, uh, yeah, I like Encanto Bruno, and I'm just copying uh, Kate and Liz on that one, who are on at the Supreme um, for that bigger prices. So, uh, yeah, so if you want to, if he does go and win at Cheltenham, take all the credit to them. But uh, anyway, that's it uh, for this episode of the podcast. Uh, remember to follow us on all the major podcast platforms we're available on spotify uh soundcloud and apple follow us on social media twitter and instagram please remember to gamble responsibly and we'll be seeing you again soon <laughs>